A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hey, I want to thank you for tuning in to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones, and I got a special episode for you today. I was actually um, asked or invited, I should say, to go speak at a church in Arizona not too long ago, and it was my uh, sister's church. She's a pastor out there, and so she allowed me to get up and speak about my book a little bit, the book Destiny, Life or Death, Choose Your Destiny. Yep. But I also gave a good uh, um, sermon. They, I guess you, yeah, sermon, speech, sermon, yeah. And it is a very, very powerful message that I really do think that you're going to like. And that's why I'm releasing that one as the episode this time for From My Standpoint. And so you can listen to the audio portion if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Lipsyn, Stitcher, any other podcast listening app. Or you can go to YouTube or rumble and look under either from my standpoint or you can look under from their standpoint from their t-h-e-i-r standpoint um and you can watch the video portion of it there of me on stage speaking so i think you're really gonna like this so let's just get right into it all right hello everyone (laughs) As she already said, I'm Josh Jones, I'm her brother. Um, I'm a graduate of Oral Roberts University. Um, And just like Cindy, I'm an author and a podcaster. I don't know if she's told any of you that she's got a podcast going now. So (laughs) talk to her about that. Uh, But unlike Cindy, I'm still at the beginning of these ventures in life. So um, I've written four books. I've got one here about uh, your destiny, choosing a destiny of life or death, how we can have control over our destiny. And we just heard really a good story and sermon and speech about choosing life over death. And that was just perfect. And then I've got one about uh, um, knowing what your foundation is, what your foundation truly is, one about having the strong foundation, and one about being an entrepreneur. and I just have to say, it, every time I speak about this book, all I think about is how Cindy has what feels like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books out there, and you keep writing a new one. <laughs> but I just had to say that. But, um, and also, she is, like, <laughs> she is really well-versed in the scriptures, and you all probably know that already, right? Um, I like to joke and say she's like a biblical fortune cookie. (laughs) Because all you got to do is crack her open and scripture just comes flowing out. So anyway, she was gracious enough to give me a few minutes up here to talk to you about this book, Destiny, Life or Death, Choose Your Destiny. Uh, This book contains significant revelations over the, um, the power that we have to control our own destiny in life. And... God has given us each five traits that we have the power to control. 
so we can choose a destiny of death or life for ourselves. And I really do believe this book is a game changer for our lives, and I do hope all of you that read it will get something very powerful out of it, and I hope it grows your walk in God even more. And I want to briefly touch on one of these traits, and I've wanted to do this for a while, and since this is a church, I'm going to preach it. All right? So in Matthew 14... <laughs> In Matthew 14, we read that the disciples, after being sent ahead of Jesus, were trapped in a big storm while on the boat. And so in the storm, the seas raged, the winds blew fiercely, and the boat was rocked back and forth. And I can just imagine the disciples being thrown all around that boat, just not being able to keep their balance, thrown everywhere. And now, remember, these were fishermen and missionaries, right? So they spent their lives on the seas and in boats. So for them to be so terrified and so scared in this storm, it, it had to be nothing short of the perfect storm. And as we know, a perfect storm is just a critical or disastrous situation um, created by a powerful concurrence of factors. And in this case, for them, it was both physical and spiritual. Because, yes, the world around them had turned violent and angry and murderous in this perfect storm. And they had no control over what was happening around them, what was happening in the world. And this scared them. And, but what gets me the most is not their humanity on full display here. We all get scared. It was their negative mindset. Because, as we know, love conquers fear and trust removes doubt. Because in Matthew 14, 22, it states, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. Jesus told them to go in the boat to the other side. He gave them a command. And so I want you to know that whatever may be happening around you in this world, whatever the world is telling you, whatever's going on, whatever storm you're in, it does not have to define you, and it does not have to control you. Because yes. God will not purposely put you in harm's way or have you walk into temptation in life without giving you a way out. God is the endurance through it. Because a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Amen. So no, Jesus told them to go. See, what gets me really about this is the disciples' immediate 180-degree turn in their mindset. I mean, they went from thoughts of trust in uh, Jesus' command and positivity and God's love for them to thoughts of doubt and fear. They let negativity overtake them. Did you catch that? They let yes. negativity overtake them. And there is a reason it says in Joshua 1.8 to meditate on it day and night. Meditate on God's word day and night. Because as I found in my research, and I write in this book, according to an article published in the National Science Foundation, the average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Up to 60,000 thoughts per day for the average person. Some of us have a whole lot more going on up here. <laughs> but that is about 41 thoughts per minute, or a, nearly about a thought every second. So our mind is a magnificent work of art that is continuously working, continuously active, and continuously creating. But the question is, what is it creating? 
Because according to that same article, they said about 80% of our thoughts are negative. 80% of our thoughts are negative. If we do not take control of our thoughts, they will take control of us. And so this is the first trait that God has given us the power to control through our free will and the continual renewal of our minds by meditating on his word day and night. It just took one moment, one moment in this storm of life for the disciples to forget this and then their thoughts ventured from positive, good, and uplifting promises to negative, fearful, and miserable lies. Remember, Jesus commanded them to go in the boat to the other side. So take heart in his word. If God gave you a command, if he gave you a promise, then think positively on that. Renew your mind every day on his promises and keep your thoughts in positive hope. Meditate on it day and night. Because it's amazing to me how quickly all of us tend to forget this concept when the winds of life are trying to blow our sails off course and when the waves of perceived iniquity are boastfully smacking us in the face. Because our thoughts, our thoughts are so powerful that they are what control our beliefs. The more time we spend in God's word, the more we will believe God. The less time we spend in his word, the more we will doubt. And as, as I say in another book, we can fight the negativity and doubt all we want, but much like a determined squatter, doubt will find its way to enter and occupy valuable space. And when it does, when doubt enters our mind, it will invite fear to be its roommate. And this negativity, it will write all over the walls of our mind. But, but this wasn't even the, uh, the climax of the disciples' lesson in the power of thought here. Because when the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water, coming toward them, they did not recognize him. Remember, the disciples, they walked with Jesus. They talked with Jesus, they studied under Jesus, and they preached the gospel alongside Jesus. And they even confessed with their mouths that they loved him and trusted him and knew him. But then their thoughts created a whole new world for them because in that moment in life's storm, in, they, in their negative, doubtful, and fearful mindset, they no longer knew who this man was. They no longer knew who this man, which they once called rabbi, teacher, friend, and loved one was. They no longer knew who Jesus was. And they no longer trusted in his word. And those questions that are right all over the walls of your mind, God, where are you? I thought I listened to you. Are you going to let me drown in life's storms? Why have you forsaken me? It's a ghost, is what they screamed when they saw him. They cried out in fear, in their negative mindset. Their thoughts now had control over them. And then, and this is what I like, then Peter spoke, and Peter was honest. He was honest in his thoughts of doubt, and he began to take control of his thoughts. Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. 
Peter, in that moment, took control of his thoughts. He put his mind on what was true, what was right, what was pure, what was lovely, what was admirable, what was praiseworthy. He put his thoughts back on God and back on the positive. And so while, everybody, while everyone else on the boat was still freaking out and living in negativity, Peter stepped out of his earthly safety, which was still being knocked around in life storm, and he stepped into the safety and promises of God. And now this is what I picture when I read this. Uh, like I said, the waves are hitting the boat, the winds are blowing, everybody's being knocked all around, right? They can't keep their balance, they're going everywhere. And so this is what I picture with Peter. He's doing the same thing, except he sees someone walking on water. His focus then goes on that person. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand what he's seeing, but we know what he's seeing is Jesus. His focus is on God. And the longer he focuses on God, even in the middle of life's storms, the more he regains his balance. And so then Peter walked on water. His mind, his thoughts were back on the good, positive, and uplifting things. His thoughts were back on God and his word. His focus was the loving arms of Jesus, his rabbi, teacher, friend, and loved one, whom he once again recognized. His eyes were on the prize. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent, and you will walk on water. So meditate on it day and night. Because remember, just as I stated in that book, research shows that up to 80% of our thoughts are negative. And if we do not take daily control of our thoughts, they will take control of us. So once Peter took his eyes off the prize, once Peter took his mind, his thoughts off of God and his word, off of good, positive, and uplifting things, and put them back on the negative, Back on the storms of life around him, doubt and fear regained control, and his faith, his belief, was once again shaken. Now, I am Peter. You, Cindy, are Peter. Everyone is Peter. Because no matter how hard we try, we will at some point lose control of our thoughts and we will only see the storm raging around us. And with this negative mindset, we too will begin to sink beneath the raging waves of life. But just like Peter, we can refocus our mind back on God by meditating his word on his word day and night. And we too can regain control of our thoughts and place them back on good, positive and uplifting things. The thoughts we think create, and coupled with the other traits as I list in the book, they will lead us to our destiny. Thought is our conception. Thought is the birthplace of our lives. 
and thought is the birthplace of our destiny. So we can choose to think negatively and drown beneath the waves of life, or we can think positively and walk on water. So I want, I want you to know that God is there in the storm with us. He's just waiting for us to set our minds right, set our minds back on him and focus our thoughts back on him. Because he's given us the power to choose our own destiny. Just as he's given us the manual to take control of that most important trait, that trait which is the root of which all the others will sprout. God has graciously given us the power to choose for ourselves if we will have a destiny of life or a destiny of death. So choose your destiny. Thank you for listening to From My Standpoint. And don't forget to check out the other great shows at FromTheirStandpoint.com. And if you even slightly liked what you've heard on these shows, then please, please, please rate, review, and share. Uh, you can find From My Standpoint on your favorite podcasting service, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Lipsyn, and many, many others. And if you have not subscribed yet, then I encourage you to subscribe to From My Standpoint so you'll be informed of any future episodes that are out. And you can follow me on Facebook at FM Standpoint, on Instagram at From My Standpoint, or visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T H E I R standpoint.com and click on my show from my standpoint thank you and now what you've all been waiting for it's the wisdom of dad joke in life we're all gonna face storms storms that we've created based on our choices and storms that maybe we don't have a choice to be in or not, and we did not necessarily create that storm, but we will be in storms. That's just how it is. Now, when in life storms, we need to make sure we keep our eyes on the prize. Otherwise, you know, we will begin to see the storm around us and focus on the storm around us instead of keeping our eyes on the prize. And when we focus on the storm around us, we will then be drawn into the chaos and the dark clouds of that storm. So keep your eyes on the prize because you never, never want to uh, start a fight with the cloud because it'll just storm out on you. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.